welcome to the Dear Pastor podcast. My name is Sydney. Thank you for joining me. Uh, today is the 6th of March and um, I guess I want to use today's episode to have a really frank and open discussion with you. A couple of days ago I started the Pray for Your Pastor um, I want to say like series, but it's, it's the Dear Pastor platform is kind of taking a pivot and this is going to be a platform that is going to be specifically for intercession, but also breaking bread with pastors on this platform. But the bright priority right now is intercession, covering pastors. Um, and I believe that what God wants to achieve through this platform is to ensure that Uh, no pastor, no region, no city, no town, no village, no church, no church community is without intercession, not just through myself on this platform, but um, with other intercessors that he's raising up. That will make way for us to have conversations and break bread here too, but I know for sure that the uh, priority has always been intercession. So starting, uh, I, I had published two episodes and found that Um, some of the listeners were tuning into those prayers but felt really convicted to remove them I'll tell you why because over the last week or so I have literally been sitting with error sitting with error and by that I mean um, tuning into online church tuning into particular challenges Um, and though I am participating, I feel like I'm also, I have been an ex, um, a spectator of error mixed with truth in church. And so it made me feel super insecure about how I approach this podcast because I most definitely don't want to, um, I don't want to be a part of a growing problem within the body. And so I really kind of sat myself down um, and, and, and I have brought all the subtleties before God and how it actually makes me feel like right now in my stomach. Um, I feel like I want to vomit, frankly, because of the exposure, the false doctrine and the exposure that we're seeing in church, um, how platforms are being turned into a marketplace um, and how we are well and truly in the days where we are seeing church being marketed as a brand, church houses, uh, whether you have a first lady and a pastor, we're seeing these things being marketed as a brand we're seeing courses and the selling of the biblical foundations that we've been given for free we are seeing so many things in the body right now and I'll be honest it makes me feel super duper uneasy so um I've had to really check myself and all of the small subtleties that I have felt that I couldn't I really couldn't quite put my finger on it but I you know I was watching and hearing and praying and I just thought nah 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 there's too many occasions over the last couple of months but specifically over the last couple of well, days this, I want to say the last 10 days or so that I have seen too many occurrences where my where my spirit just feels off 
with some of the stuff that I'm hearing from a pulpit and some of the stuff I'm hearing from a, um, from a worship session, um, even through intercession. Um, and so, yeah, here I am. I'm making it abundantly clear that this podcast and every episode that I've ever shared on here, um, my goal is to speak in truth. Um, my goal is to be in tune with what the Holy Spirit is telling me that he needs me to say and how he needs me to minister to uh, to pastors specifically. But what I don't want to do is have a very watered down version of a gospel um, or a watered down version of what the Holy Spirit is telling me at all. I really don't want that for this podcast. Um... And so, yeah, I I feel like I absolutely have to make that abundantly clear because it has grieved me. There's assignments that I should be working on and I have really been, besides this podcast, and I have had to sit down and ask God, am I on the right track? Am I on the right track? Because I do not want to get on any platform, whether people could see me or not and stir people in a direction that you have not led me on and you have not led me to lead them on I do not want to um one of the things that I've been praying about is the fear of God and I think that's where I'm going to start praying I'm going to pray that the fear of God that it moves us as in the body of Christ to return back to what we know to be true right what we know to be true any other way that we have spun the gospel, anything that we have created that, you know, come on, we're, we're super duper articulate beings. Anything that sounds super duper appealing to someone, but it's just outright wrong. It can't be, it's nowhere in the Bible. Um, I think we really, uh, just in, within the body, but particularly within church leadership, the question is, if God was to come back today, the Bible says that Yeshua doesn't even know when that will be, but if he were to return, where would you stand with how you have led people? Where would you stand? I, I, I most definitely want to be standing Uh, on the side where he's pleased with me I don't want to be one of these people that have to list off all the things that I've done for him just to say listen no um I am really praying that the fear of God can be uh can be felt the fear of God could be something that I prioritize um on this podcast moving forward because that's the beginning of wisdom like this is the beginning of wisdom and if by any way shape or form we have decided for is to be tickled or and and the reality is uh, I, I also think that when we go through things like covid you want to just take a break it's so easy to just want to ease you want ease right um I don't know, I just I just want the fear of God to be here in everything that I do. And in the conversations that come from this podcast, I need the fear of God to be the beginning of that. Um, 
one thing that I'm also praying for is the grace to be graceful. Um, I don't endeavor to be on any platform, whether it be this one or another one, and screaming my lungs out about what God has called me to say and the job that he's given me in the kingdom. Um, I want to speak. It doesn't matter how convicting the message needs to be or how... Um, how necessary a, bu- a rebuke may be, needs to be from myself. Um, I want to be able to, to do that in love because the Bible says that it's not the will of God for anybody to perish. But the Bible also says even the elect, and that's what I've had to sit with over the last 48 hours, I have sat down with even the elect, those words, those three words, even the elect, when it comes to these different variations of a gospel. So I guess I want this this episode to be uh, me bearing my heart um, to anyone that comes across this podcast, um, anyone that's ever listened to it and I want to pray that the fear of God will return to not just these listeners but to the body of Christ judgment is happening and it will happen even more and more and more I genuinely believe that we are in a dispensation where we are going to see really serious consequences in the body of Christ very soon because of how we have treated the sheep and because of what we are saying thus save the Lord concerning yeah um and so I I I really want for my brothers my sisters to really sit down and go before God and ask him where you stand with him because we have to the word says that we have to work out our salvation with fear and trembling the word also says even the elect i don't want this podcast to be um i don't want there to be any doors open where the enemy has legal right to twist the truth through me and i most certainly don't want to appear that i have a quite a casual um demeanor when it comes to the gospel not so so I, I really want to encourage you to check yourself in the presence of God and ask him where you stand with him now one of the things that well, I made a, a promise to God about two years ago maybe a year and a half ago and I said to him I am going to bring myself before you here because I do not desire in any way, shape or form for you to wait until um, me standing before, wait until Yeshua returns for him to have to check me then. Um, I would love to be able to sit in my quiet place and hear God speak to me concerning myself so that I don't have to grieve the Holy Spirit to have to do it publicly. So I want to bring the truth, your truth, whatever you think the gospel is and however you share that with the people that you are called to, I want, I'm, I'm, I want to encourage you to take that to the Lord so that if there is any door open for error, if there is any door open to market and to brand 
um, and to trade, financially trade the gospel, I'm praying that that can be rectified as soon as possible, just across the body, in your life, in mine, wherever, like, wherever it's needed for us to check ourselves, I pray that this serves as a warning, but also as an encouragement in love. Um, yeah. I'm reading a book called, um, it's actually called The Book That Pastors Want You To Read But Are Too Embarrassed To Ask You To. And towards the the end of the the back of the book, um, the writer speaks about how the body of Christ doesn't grow and it doesn't benefit when members have a casual approach to holiness and righteousness. The writer goes on to say that those churches, that he pities those churches and even the pastors because they're not held to any loving standard, right? You know when you have a friend and your friend, for I'm going to use in my life because I'm not a pastor, I don't have a congregation of any sort, but I do have sisters um, of Christ who are going in, the, who are waiting for their kingdom marriages and so I wouldn't necessarily let my sister... Uh, going to a relationship that I know in my spirit this man is a counterfeit I absolutely wouldn't because I actually not only do I care about um her happiness but I care about her salvation and I care about as a result of her becoming one flesh with this individual how that will negatively impact her purpose and her destiny and her kingdom assignment and those who she is called to um, minister to who she's called to serve Right, because the, there is such a big picture when it comes to kingdom marriages. Same thing for pastors. The book, the, the author of the book goes on to say, if you love your pastors, like genuinely love them, why would you want them to, why would you want to hold them to a standard which allows them to live a life which makes going to hell essentially super duper easy for them? If we love them, why wouldn't we want to hold biblical standards of righteousness and holiness, of repentance and turning away from sin? Why wouldn't we want to keep that as the only standard for the relationships that we have with our leaders? And that stuck with me. Um, the, and this, this gentleman who wrote the book, he was a pastor um, and, and and he also, before and after being a pastor, he was a key member of his congregation. And I guess I want to overemphasize here that if I'm supposed to love you, the people that I've been sent to pray for, and I've been doing this podcast for over a year now, um, there's absolutely no way that I'm going to be casual about your salvation. Absolutely none. Um, and, I, and I believe, actually, if I decided to be super duper casual about your relationship with God, that will really negatively impact my relationship with God. So, yeah, I just want to remind you that even the elect, those three words, you know the rest of the sentence and you probably know where to find that text. But I'm praying that this serves as a checkpoint for you. 
um, because there's so many things going on in the body of Christ right now and so many doors have been opened for error so many doors have been opened for us to make the church a marketplace so many doors have opened for infighting and on, on such a huge stage where the entire world is looking and yeah we need to come back to God but only you know what coming back to God may look like and if you know someone that you know you need to have a conversation with you know because because you, you you might be in, in in perfect standing with God but you know someone who isn't who is leading um in a church who may need the love in a, in a very firm word and encouragement to turn from anything that God may be displeased with especially in this hour so yeah I'm gonna pray um I hope that you've been able to listen all the way to the end of this podcast and I hope that you feel my heart on why um we need to have this conversation why we need the fear of God even in our homes um, as individuals, like you as a single unit, you as a son, as a daughter, why it's super duper important to have that. Um, and why it's really important to remember that even the elect, right? Even the elect, those three words, whatever that means to you, whatever deception means to you, whatever the theology and the kinds of conversations, sermons, the atmosphere in your church means to you, it's super duper important that you make sure that you that God co-signs everything and he wants to he wants to delight you know the word bible says delight in me and I'll give you the desires of your heart the church needs to get back to the truth because that's where we can delight in him we can't delight in him in any other truth in any other gospel and and doing things that he has outrightly said he doesn't want to happen in his church heavenly father thank you for your time Thank you for the time that you are spending to warn your children through the Holy Spirit. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for the grace to be graceful. And I pray, Lord, that if it's according to your will, you allow for us on this platform and everywhere else, Lord, that's willing to have really graceful and loving conversations about salvation, about truth. And everything that has happened in the body of Christ. I really feel that we are in a dispensation where so many things are going to happen in the body of Christ. Because of how we have turned church into something that was never designed to be. So I come before you and I ask that you forgive us as a body. Myself included. Anyone that listens to this podcast. I pray that there is the grace and the mercy for us to be forgiven but I also pray that you give us the wisdom of God which is the the, to fear you is the beginning of wisdom I pray that as you restore and return us back to fearing you the way that we ought to I pray that in kind you will bless us with wisdom with knowledge and understanding of how to maintain the assignment you've given us in a way that glorifies you we have to do everything in a way that glorifies you i thank you for this podcast and i thank you for the lives of everyone that will hear this particular episode we need you more than we've ever needed you 
have mercy. I thank you for the week, this brand new week in the lives of our pastors, their families, their children. Father, I'm praying that you meet them where they are. I'm praying that your blood covering anoints us again afresh. There is an opportunity for us to turn and to be new in you. And I just pray that wherever that heart is, that is asking to be transformed by the renewing of their mind, to be that new creature that your Bible talks about, that your word talks about. Father, I pray that there is a refreshing and a newness found amongst your sons and daughters who are called to be pastors. May you be glorified in our lives. In the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I really pray that you understand what it is I'm saying and why I'm saying it. And I look forward to being on here again sometime soon. God bless you. I've been Sydney and you have been blessed. You've been blessed. God bless. Take care.